This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarpay Committee Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events that were in the news recently. The return of St. Patrick's Day parades in 2022 is a welcome development, and all in East Clare are looking forward to joining in on the 17th of March. The parade in Killaloo is one of those scheduled to return, and Arlene White spoke with one of the organisers, Paddy Collins, for Scarf Bay Community Radio. This is Arlene White for Scarif Bay Community Radio, and I'm here with Paddy Collins from the Killaloo Ballina St. Patrick's Day Parade. Hi, Paddy. How are you? How are you doing, Arlene? Thanks for joining us. I'm back once again to that time of the year. Yes, so after two years of a break, it must be a bit strange to be back. Going to be very strange this year now because um, we don't really know what to expect, uh, whether people are going to come out in crowds and be at the parade, whether people are going to take part in the parade. Uh, it's going to be a strange year, but it's great to be back. Yeah, yeah, it's so exciting to see things returning to some bit of normality anyway. You know? Oh yeah, it, well it looks like it around the place, and there's a bit of buzz coming around Balna and Killaloo already, and it's early in the year yet, but a lot of people around. Yeah, that's great. And do you know what to expect on the day? Will there be lots of crowds or...? We're hopeful that we'll be back to some normality. Uh, very hard to say, but I know from the feeling around that people want to get back to some normality. Um, we've been, we've lost a lot of things over the last two years, and everything between activities like this, sports and everything, are gradually building back up, yeah. and it's looking good. Great it's looking to see. Good. Okay, so can you give me some details about the parade? What time it's on, and I. Presume well, the date is the same. And it's on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Everyone is asking me, when is the parade on? It's on St. Patrick's Day because we always hold it on, on the great festival of St. Patrick. On the, so it's going to kick off at 2.30 and we're going to take the usual route this year. It's the GA pitch in Ballina. It's going to go down across the bridge, up the main street and the reviewing stand then is going to be in the green outside the Garda Barracks. Okay, and I presume there might be judges around on the day? We'll have the usual judges there um, because, like always, we're going to have prizes for the best floats and we have a special prize for the best-dressed window on the route. So we're hoping that all the businesses in particular and homeowners mm. uh, can get, uh, get uh, decorating their windows because we'll have a nice prize as well for whoever decorates the nicest window. So just add a bit of colour. Add a bit of colour is right. Yeah. So we're hoping to have all our dignitaries, local TDs and whoever, uh, they all got their invitations uh, again this year. So hopefully they'll all respond and, and be on the reviewing stand for us. That's great. And in previous years you have some of the floats I know have continued on down to the nursing home, Lakes Nursing That's Home. Will correct. that be allowed this year? Or? Yes, and the uh, nursing home will welcome a few of the floats back down again uh, because uh, it's it's they look forward to it every year. Uh, the coming, even if we only get three or four floats down and our piper or whatever, and uh, it'll be fantastic. It's been a tough couple of years yeah, for them yeah, anyway, yeah. hasn't it? Um, and you have, you were telling me, you have a new. Uh, competition this year? We have a new competition this year. It's going to be a photograph competition because we have a lot of photographers around the place and there's a good amateur uh, photograph club. So we know there's a lot of people going to be around taking photographs. So there's going to be a prize this year and the winner will get a nice, there'll be a nice prize for the winner of the photograph competition and it'll also be featured in the 2023 poster for 
for the the parade. Oh, so brilliant! Yeah. Uh, it'll be it'll be lovely. Oh, great, great! Yeah. Yes. So, so we're looking forward to getting lots of nice photographs in in our competition. Brilliant! And how can people enter the parade if they want to? Well, we've 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 two ways of doing it. Online on the Fail of Brian Baru website, there's a Google form that you can uh, fill in, download, and send it on to us. And if if you can't get it that way, you can email us at info at Fela Brian Baru. Okay, and the forms will be sent out to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the email is probably the easiest way if you if you're not into going into websites and that, but. Uh, that's, that's the best way of doing it. And I presume with the way everything has gone for the last two years and numbers and everything, you would like if people would book in advance? Well, it would be a great help to us to have some idea as to, you know, what way we're going to marshal the event and how many marshals we need around the place because mm -hmm. we, we went just an idea how long it's going to take to cross the bridge for the Gardaí to make the bridge accessible for us. Then they'll close down the bridge for that amount of time. Okay. So it's just uh, just all the little things that we need to cross the I's or dot the I's and cross the, the T's, T's. Yeah. so we'll know exactly what's happening. A lot of work going on in the background. And it also makes it very helpful for when we're, we're on the reviewing stand and you want to know who's in each each um, float, float and what the float is all about. So if all that is filled in ahead of time, it it's, it's makes, makes it very simple for us yeah. to run. It is a busy day, I imagine, from the early morning till late that evening. A lot of running and racing. It kicks off maybe a month before the parade at all. By the time you get everything sorted out, you have to liaise with the Gardaí, you have to liaise with local businesses, you have to liaise... You know, you have to get your insurance in place. You have to uh, liaise with the GA clubs to get permission to use their premises at the start. So a lot of work goes into it uh, before. And then you have to your review and stand your PA. Um, all that kind of stuff has to be all organised ahead of time. Yeah. And then, of course, when it's all over... Uh, that's when the committee get really busy because everything has to be taken back down. Yes, the joys of tidy up the afterwards. The joys of tidy up. So it's it's a, a big commitment. Yeah, yeah, it is, but well worth it, I suppose. Well worth it, and the St Patrick's Day Parade is also a great lead-in to our Fela Brian Baru Festival later on in the year. So, okay. yeah, you know, you get the buzz going from the St Patrick's Day Parade, and then after that, then it's all go for for our Fela Brian Baru. Into which will be on July this year. That's right, in yeah. July the 6th to the 10th, I think. I yeah, saw. yeah. Um, I suppose with all the excitement and how busy you've been and everything, there's probably a little bit of sadness as well in that you lost the one of the... Well, one of our founder members, um, um, John, and look, we, we are all saddened by it and it was very difficult to come back to our first meeting um, knowing that... Um, our familiar, our founder member, and uh, he was such a help to us all. And all the newer members that came in, they all looked up to John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, it's 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 a sad time, but I know John would love to know that we're continuing on continuing. the great work that he had started. Yeah, he was such a community community-minded man. Yeah, a true gent. So I think John Grimes would be remembered. Always, when we come to fellow Brian Brew, when we come to St. Patrick's Day parades, yeah. we'll always remember John. Brilliant, yeah. Okay, so failabrianbrew.com uh, and info at failabrianbrew.com if you have any um, queries or you want to register or you have any, any questions about the parade. So, Paddy Collins, thanks for joining us today.
No bother, We hope the weather will be great on St. Patrick's Day. The amazing journey of Scarafugunlo Camogie Club in 2021 came to an end in Clonmel last weekend, following a defeat by All Art the Bella of Wexford in the All Ireland semi final. After the game, a disappointed but determined Scarafugunlo manager David Sullivan spoke with Leo Doyle for Scarf Bay Community Radio. And again, even in defeat today, uh, we're now going to be joined by the manager of the Scarafugunlo team, uh, uh, David Sullivan. David, you're welcome. David. I know it's difficult circumstances and thanks very much for coming up and to take the time to talk to us. Congratulations on a tremendous run uh, through Munster. But today, David, we probably arguably came up against one of the best uh, club teams ever to play the game with Camogie. Ah, 100%. And uh, look, I can't fault the girls. You know, we, we fought to the bitter end and it's just, if we want to be All-Ireland champions, you know, these are the teams we have to beat and we just have to learn through the process today. And difficult and all it is to look at the scoreboard you know today we do walk up to Hogan stand and we do become victorious in an All-Ireland Club Championship it's days like this will drive us on and uh, you know we were asking girls today to play in conditions like this and be as good as a, an Ursula Jacob or a Una Lacey or a Shelley or Stacey Coe them girls have you know the 20 something senior medals between each like you know and we were asking 16 and 17 year olds to go out today and be better than them and you know just was the one bridge too far but you know I, I just have to commend the girls as, as always you know we never give up and you know there was two goals there at the start of the second half and we could have fell to pieces and it could have been seven or eight goals but you know the girls got the three or four scores at the end to put a bit of respectability on the on the scoreboard and you know I couldn't be more prouder of them and their efforts and their endeavour all throughout the game and it's just the way it is you know as great as all as it is to win you, you probably learn more and you, you find out more about yourself on days like today and you know if we want to go further as a club you know this is where we have to get to and uh, it's a harsh lesson but it's a lesson that we'll have to learn and move on from and come back stronger from it. And, and indeed you, you hit the nail on the head there David as you said a very very young team coming up again a very experienced team it probably was a bridge uh, too far as, as it turns out but as you said you learn more in defeat than a lot of the time than, 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 than in victory and these players will they know themselves tonight that they came up against one of the best teams ever look at conditions were tough it is a process it's Scarafogunda it's a team in in, 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 in building themselves no one expected Scarafogunda to win the Clare Championship didn't expect them to win the Munster Championship you know they've come a long way in a short place of time David. Uh, we have we have and you know I, I go back to the first round of the Championship where we're nearly the third or fourth best team in Clare according to a lot of people and you know we've had some marvellous days out this year you know the Munster final and you know the replay down in Broadford they'll stand for to us all for the rest of our lives the memories from them like but um, you know just today unfortunately it's just it's just a harsh lesson, lesson and it is tough to take you know because we fully believe coming down here today that we could do it you know we didn't just come down here to make up the numbers or anything like that you know we've put 14 months of solid effort into this and uh, just unfortunately today you know we met a, a rock that we couldn't move, you know, in Orlart Bala. But you know, you could see the difference in the physicality and the, di the difference in the way they use the ball and stuff against the wind. And you know, I've only, I think, three or four people on the, on the group that was used today over 24 years of age. The rest are only kids. They're only, you know, children still learning their game, still having to develop physically and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it's not going to be always bad days when we get to this stage. I know it's twice we've been here now and we've lost twice, but it's not always going to be like that. You know, we will make the breakthrough, but it's just about perseverance now and keeping the guards together and uh, just getting them older and wiser and stronger as the years go on and we'll eventually make that step up that Hogan stand I've no doubt about it and Pat looking at all that the better right just 10, 10 years ago or Davis it's nearly 10 years ago since they won their first All-Ireland club or whatever you know these ladies are on the road a long time they build up a lot of experience as you said you've, most of the Scarafogunda team are under the age of 24 which is very very young you know it is a matter of um, you know and it, it will take a small bit of time there's no doubt about that 
But look, the building blocks have been built and it's up to themselves now to take it a step further. Well, yeah, and look, we, we have to go back now and we have to defend Clare again and that's hugely important for the, the club, you know. We, we don't want to win one Clare like we did in 19 and fade away in 20 and come back in 21. We know if we, if we want to be here on a regular basis and we want to make that step, we have to make sure we take care of our own business in our own county first. And, you know, that's the next aim and in a couple of weeks' time when we're all back together again after a good break and we deserve a good break because it's been a long process, you know, that's our aim and that will be our goal is to, is to bring on other younger players that's in the club get Aoife back playing get Kira back playing Marion Rogers and Holly and you see Ashley Corrie played very well she came on today that was the first game back since her Erasmus so it's just a matter of getting everybody together and getting them physically a little bit stronger and get us back on the road again but you know, this won't derail us you know uh, we were in a bit of bonus territory today you know I tried as much as I could not to say that in the weeks leading up to this game you know but there's 11 All-Ireland final appearances amongst the other three teams we've yet to make one it was always going to be a struggle no matter who we played, but you know, I'm just so proud of the girls. We died with our boots on as always. And uh, you know, I, I said nothing but positive things to say about those girls and uh, they've been a pleasure to work with. And uh, you know, they died for me so many days in the field when it looked like we were gone. But uh, you know, they did, it, they did the same today, but just unfortunately the scoreboard wasn't what we always wanted it to be. And, you know? As you said there, David, as well, you're missing two clear seniors in Kira Dyle and Aoife Powell, who would be tremendous assets. Also, Roisin Collins came in, Daniel Beston came in. Also, your young players, you know, that experience will only be for their good. Well, yeah, and sure like Bonnie, um, um, Abby, Lorraine, uh, Jennifer still young, Alva still young, Leisha, you know, um, Ema Rogers made her senior debut this year as well, Rich Daly made her senior debut in goals today, like Roisin Collins has been training most of the 135 sessions she made her debut today because that's what we're about, we're about an opportunity and giving girls chances and that's the way we're going to go about it going forward, you know, it's not about age or about anything like that but it's a harsh lesson for them girls but, you know, these girls will bounce back and that's that's what we have to drive into them now, you know, it's we're seeing the same calendar year that we have to defend our, our, our Clare Championship and the last thing we want is this leg around the group now for a couple of months and we down and depressed and whatever and we're going to be sore for a while over it but the thing is we have to move on and we have to try and get back and defend Clare and come out into Munster again and stay getting to this stage until we eventually make the breakthrough and it will happen but it's just going to take time and a bit of development but if we keep getting back here and keep knocking on the door at some stage we're going to get across that line and we're going to make it and I, I hope to be a part of that if we do. Come in. And David as always you're very gracious even in victory and defeat to come up here in time to talk to us you've done tremendous work and have been a tremendous asset to Scarafa Gunlow yourself from management team and we thank you all for your courtesy see it us here on Scarif Bacon's Radio during the Championship campaign. No bother guys and thank you very much for every, every time you come to the match. Thank you. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarf Bay Community Radio.